0: hey everybody welcome back to my podcast Ooh, i gotta sneeze <clears throat> it didn't come out okay this is kelly and this is her podcast i hope everybody had a great weekend today is monday the first that's a great way to start the the month july is gonna be lit well actually not lit like fun like like Productive, Like, let's say that. I hate lit. I like lit, but I don't like lit. Okay. So, I hope everybody had a fabulous weekend. My man is back and safe and one piece. And I am very, very, very happy. Um, it was a long month. So, for those of you that have your boyfriends or your partners every day and they don't go too much of anywhere, appreciate that. Okay, cause my man to be gone again tomorrow. I'm heated, like so. Just appreciate that, and just value the time that you guys have together, even when they get on your last mf and nerves. Be like, damn, this could be way worse. I could not see you. This could be a long distance relationship. This could be, you know, one of those relationships where, like, you know, he's in the military, so you're often you're gone. Um, But it could also be worse for me, too. Like, I know my uncle was in the service. All of my uncles went to the... We were in the Army. So, I completely understand the Army. But it's something different when you're in a relationship with somebody that's in the Army. But it could be worse because uh, my uncle is a captain in the Army. And he's gone, like, six months out of the year. And has been that way for about... 20 plus years, so... I can't imagine his wife... Maybe she likes it. Shit, I don't know. Maybe that's just what keeps their relationship going. Because they've been together since they was freaking 18. So... they're 40-something now. So maybe that's the key to a successful relationship. Space. <laughs> time apart. It's nothing wrong with being away from your partner for fucking... For a little while. Like, I, I appreciate the time apart. But then after, like, a week, you like, Whoa alright that's enough that is enough so excuse me so yeah I do appreciate the time apart but then again like you know I want you home and it definitely affects you a lot it makes you feel like horny all the time (laughs) like damn what the hell is going on here can't do nothing what is going on so, love on though on your loved ones like uh, your partners and stuff cuz <clears throat> it's real being apart. But he is back and um, I'm happy about that. And then he'll be gone in 2 days and then next week he'll be gone again for I think he said 4 or 5 days. So yeah. Wow. But again, we got the same birthday. So, hopefully, we both can free up around our birthday or on our birthday. We can have some quality time together and enjoy our, each other's company with no distractions, no kids allowed, okay? None. So, yes, but I had a good weekend. Um, he didn't come home until Sunday morning. So, Saturday, we hung out, and I can't really remember, honestly. I have no idea what I did this weekend. Do y'all ever get like that? whatever but um i told y'all last week um which shout out to everybody that listened to me on spotify because the thing about spotify is i can't see how many people listen but i keep getting inboxes saying i love this sh- the last week's episode about um when they see us and i'm like and i'm looking at the <clears throat> excuse me the views on my um uh, on my uh anchor and I can see how many people view my, listen to my podcast. And I'm like, numbers don't add up. Like, I got like 20 messages, and then I only see like five people listen. Like, what? So now I'm realizing that people are actually listening to me on Spotify, which is great. I found myself on Spotify. So I favorite my own podcast. And that's what's up. So I appreciate everybody because when they see us and then i actually oh yeah so if you watch when they see us and you really liked it like i did like i was that's my shit i love every character in there i love them um actors and i love them in real life um but i also watched oprah she did um i guess like a oprah show like with them and i was crying it's something about what's his name the guy that played Corey, it's just something about him like he is a good actor like he is gonna be truly gonna be successful and i hope one day i could be an actress like honestly i just want to play a role where i'm hella just like i have to cry like i have to get all my emotions out like and i want to play like a bad guy like i want to play like i was watching claws last night with um Nisi Nash is that Stacy? De- no, Niecy. Niecy Nash. Oh my, I think that's her. Well, anyway, she got the big old butt, and she used to play on. Uh, what did she used to pl- on TLC? It was like um, shout out to the post office too. I just seen this guy right here with his. The hell you get a vest? But uh, she played on TLC. Was it Trading Houses or something? But I used to love her like cause she was always so real like um just very relatable and personable and i just really liked her and i like the fact that she didn't switch up because she got famous and got money and stuff like that like i just love her so i was watching claws last night which basically she's like i don't know if she's she's dude she does nails but maybe she does something i never seen it so i don't know i wasn't really paying attention for like that because i was trying to read and watch a tv show don't ask me why i do that because that's what i do often but um and I, and I was watching, I'm like, maybe she's like a drug dealer or something. But I want to play, like, a real bad drug dealer or something. Like a girl drug dealer. Don't I have no idea why. But I do kind of want to get into acting. Like, I feel like I can really do it. Like, I can, like, make myself cry. And I can just get in tune with my emotions and really just get into a character. Like, because dude, I want to say his name is Jerome or Jarrell. Even though I hate the name Jerome, I just hate it. Like, why is your name Jerome? I f- Why'd your mom name you that? I'm so sorry. Like, certain names, <laughs> y'all. I just, it irritate it, it, me. Why is your name, first of all, why is your name, I met this girl named Ashanti. Why your mom named you after Ashanti? Like, what? Why is your name, like, Bobby Valentino or something stupid? Like, come on. Like, R. Kelly. What the hell? So, uh- <clears throat> but I just hate the name Jerome. Jerome gets on my nerves. Dwight. Dwight's like, why is your fucking name Dwight? Or, uh, what else do I hate? <laughs> I hate a lot of names. I'm like, I'm not calling you that. I'm, I'm not, like, Michelle A., I'm not calling you that. It's, what do other people call you? So, but he really was absolutely amazing. Like, and he kind of, like, made me want to, like, be a freaking actor or something like what's his name I want to look his name up on um so y'all can know Jarell oh you know he tried to type and my fingers ain't that fat. his name is J Harell so Jarell Jerome and I want to say he's Dominican and he might be Muslim or something I don't know but uh he's a f- shout out to him because look J Harell Jerome so that's his Instagram name but he um something about him and his his he's gonna be something like he really is so I'm sure we'll see him in plenty more movies but I definitely want to eventually use this platform once it becomes a platform once I get you know a freaking name for myself um I want to like try to act like hey y'all I want to be a bad girl I really do bring out brooklyn carter because y'all know that's my alter ego so um yes but um as i stated in the last week's episode i want to start a new segment and i was supposed to so i've been in contact with someone else and we're trying to like merge our ideas and our podcasts and and see like if we can kind of work together if it would be beneficial or not if it makes sense i mean he's he has his own life i have my own life plus a kid so you know, we're just trying to figure it out, but I'm willing if he is, so it's going to take sacrifice, it's going to take effort, and it's going to take communication, so if if there's something that you want to do, like, you got to make the effort, you got to put the energy towards it, and you have to, it's it's mental, like, you could do whatever you want to do if you keep doing at it, like, so everything to me is mental, and I'm learning that every freaking day, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to run, like, yesterday, for example, it was hot as hell, it was so hot. Like, my daughter, I've never heard her wheeze before. She's like, <gasps> I'm like, all right, you got to go back home. So, thankfully, my boyfriend was home, so she stayed home. I went back. Like, I ran a mile and a half, and she was on her scooter, came back home. I'm like, all right, I really don't feel like going back out there. It's so hot. It's like 95 degrees. And, it like, where we live, it's nothing but sun. We'll have not a tree in sight. So I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's so damn hot, but let me go up out let me get let me take some drinks some water and go back out there and run another mile and a half and so um actually, it worked out really well that way because I was able to rest a little bit and not feel exhausted from the heat and um push through, so I did that and I mean, just realizing, just taking stuff day by day. Like, don't overwhelm yourself with things at weeks at a time. Because that's what I used to do. And I'll already give up next week. All right, next week I'm done with this. Like, so I'm really learning that, you know, take life a day at a time. A step at a time. A moment at a time. And really mentally push through. Because physically, you can do it. Mentally, you have to convince yourself. So, um just taking a day at a time so going into what I was saying last week I said that um, I would have news and I wanted to start um, a news segment in the beginning the topic and then at the end have a, a tip of the day for credit once I run out of credit we'll move on to another subject but um your topic so I'm not sure if y'all watch the news or if y'all look at like I have CNN on my phone I have daily news on my phone. I like the news. I'm nosy. I love the news, okay? I love it. I love to know what's going on in the area that I live. Yeah, it's sad, but obviously you want to know. Like, had you watched the news, you would have known it was traffic. <laughs> had you watched the news, you would have known not to go down to this place because they was having a riot. You know what I'm saying? But I watch worldwide news, worldwide news as well and i've been following this um little case for a, not little big case for a while i want to say she was in atlanta and um yeah she was in atlanta and she this woman and today's topic is actually mental illness and mental health and um some of my mental illnesses that run in my family that i have suffered from and um so this is why i kind of picked this topic because it really Hit home for me. Um, But this woman in Atlanta. Obviously she was mentally unstable. She had a. I want to say a one year old. um, I want to say a two year old and a one year old. Like they were super close in age. And because. One was a baby. Yeah. Maybe he was six months old. And the other one was two. Regardless. um, They were small children. She put them in the oven. She cooked. She burned them. She killed her kids. By putting them in the oven um prior to that she had called her family and said you know hey i'm overwhelmed i'm really tired these kids are driving me crazy basically and i'm about to have a nervous breakdown i am tired you know what i mean when people tell you what kids and me and my best friend say this all the time if somebody has a child and they tell you i'm tired mentally like i'm about to go crazy take the kids i don't care if it's for the next couple of hours for the next two days and especially if it's on a weekend like you know what i always i have three friends let's say four and one of my friends has small kids and and if she ever when she ever told me that she was tired i'm on my way Because you never know where somebody is and what headspace, especially a woman with young children, where we are. And I will say we because I've been there. Like, so a part of me is looking at this woman like, how could you? But if you take that part out of you, the judgment, and really look at the bigger picture... It's wrong. I'm not justifying it at all. She's wrong. Because you have to know your breaking point. If you can't handle two children, it's somebody that can. It's somebody that's praying to God right now, every second, to have children. To have two sons. To have a kid. And you would rather take these children, kill them. Rather than allow someone else to raise them and to to allow them to live. Like that's not your... That was not your decision. Those are God's kids and you took them from this earth and you have no idea what they could have been and now we would never know because you took them from this earth before they even turned three. So I'm not justifying this woman, but mental illness is real, y'all. I remember being having postpartum depression i'll set the scene for y'all let me set the story up for y'all hold on so i'm i'm pregnant i'm not with i'm not with my child's father like the moment i found i was pregnant like we broke up before i found out i was pregnant and um it's normally how it plays out so fast forward you know he seen me one time when i was pregnant i was six months pregnant after six months pregnant I say nigga all right this is not gonna work like before I do something stupid to myself because I'm so emotional like damn I'm pregnant I'm alone I'm struggling I'm you know what the hell am I gonna do like who the hell gonna like I went on job I didn't have a job I I went on job interviews nobody nobody would hire me you see my stomach why would we hire you you six months pregnant like, they're not gonna say that, but obviously it doesn't make the most sense. You're gonna be leaving in a second. Like, what would be the point of us investing all this money into you and you have to leave for the next three or four months to be off on for maternity leave. So I didn't have a job. I was just, just excuse me, I was just in school, my allergies is acting crazy today. Um, and I was just living off my um school check. I had an apartment, I didn't have a car. Um, I let him have the car and I kept the apartment and um, so I was struggling like I really was and thankfully I got you know assistance and I was able to eat but I'm like this is not life like I cannot sit here and cry every day and eat and go to sleep and cry and eat and go to sleep and cry like I can't do this so I decided to move and live with my mother At least to get away, to see something different, to be around. I thought, you know, someone that would support me rather than, you know, well, she, I mean, it's complicated. Our relationship is very complicated and it still is, um, unfortunately. But uh, after I had her, fast forward, you know, I had her 12, 13, 12. My mom had a boyfriend. So that was her focus, her priority. She was in there when I had noel, and then she right after I had noel, she left. I was in the hospital by myself for two days, and it just really set in like shit, I'm on my own like <laughs> this is crazy, this is freaking crazy um so it hurt it, it definitely hurt like I'm in pain I'm still trying to I have i'm twenty what was i twenty two I didn't know nothing about no kid. I have no idea. But all I knew was that I would never... And this is what happened. PTSD right here. The way my mom treated me when I was pregnant was really bad. Like, let's just be real. Um, And then after I had her, I mean... My mom was calling me all kind of... Stuff she didn't have no business calling her child. And bitches, like, you know... Nobody going to want to be with you with that attitude and like you ain't shit. Just shit like you have no business saying to your daughter, regardless if you're mad or not, control yourself. And um, leaving me in the hospital and then like, you know, she helped here and there. But what can I expect? It ain't her kid. Whatever. But um, at that moment in the hospital alone, I realized like I, that was the moment that I was like, I'm never going to leave you. Like, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to be the best mother I can be. I'm going to make sure that I support you. And I I love you. And I take care of you. And we have a bond. And I promise you, I will forever give you all of me. Like, I promised my child that. In that that two years old, I looked at Noelle like, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to do you the way my mom did me. I'm never going to just, like, I remember a time where my mom... Literally packed our, me and my brother's bags. Dropped us off of her, <laughs> at her grandma's. Like, I'll be back. She did come back. Hmm? Where are you? Like, where the hell are you going? Like, what? All right, cool. Like, she went to California. I have no idea. Like, this was like one of 50 times that we just, like, you just gonna leave? What the hell? And um, not to throw my mom under the bus, because at the end of the day, she did the best she could with what she knew. Her, she was not, you know, her mom wasn't wasn't the best mom either. So she didn't have the tools to be a good mom, and she 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 always says that to this day. And uh, she would just leave, like she would just leave, try to live her life, and you know, we were not priorities, and I never felt like a priority to anybody. So, you know, that plays a part of my insecurities that I might that I do have. Um, I never feel like a priority to anybody. And, um, at that moment I told my daughter, I told my daughter, like, I'm gonna love you. Like, I'm gonna show you unconditional love. I'm gonna love you. I'm going, and I tell her this to this day, like she get on my nerves, but I make it clear that I love you. And if something is wrong, you tell me and I'll fix it. And that's it. Like, I used to just want somebody to fix it, you know, like, just fix it or give me some advice, you know, uh, tell me you love me, hug me. So I never felt like a priority or anything like that. So I always make sure that my daughter is number one priority and that could be a play a part of how our relationship is because I'm very overprotective I'm very loving. I'm very affectionate and I fucking love my daughter. And, um, Almost probably to the point where I have I have enabled her and I'm taking a step back now and it's hard for her, but I have to, you know, let her figure it out for a while. And I told her I'm here, but you have to start doing things for yourself. So she's actually, you know, enjoy, enjoying it, but she's still like, whoa, like this is hard. But, you know, she's working through it. But in that moment, like I really was like, this is this is it. This is my daughter never playing her like that and um I got home it was probably like three weeks into it my pregnancy was fine god thank god but after whoo shit I'm trying to tell y'all my vagina hurt so bad like I couldn't poop I had stitches from my clitoris to my asshole like my vagina because I had tore like what the hell Then y'all I didn't know that was a I didn't know that that could happen I just thought my because my vagina got so freaking big and fat like this like you could literally just like put your fist up there I'm like what the hell like this is so ugly and um I just was like I tore and I'm like I I girl I said girl I'm having a conversation <laughs> with my friends right now but uh I'm just like ouch so I was literally in pain for like it took me like it probably took me about three months to heal like I'm like I had to I couldn't even walk I couldn't walk I had to have like one of those wheel electric carts I'm like oh god this is serious so I'm in pain taking care of this baby and I had a breakdown like I'm just like this is fucking hard like this baby just keep "Ah, ah, ah." i'm like what the fuck is this like then on top of that you breastfeeding your titties is hurting like golly my boobs are so big and so leaky like i had so i really wish i donated my milk because i had so much breast milk it was unbelievable every hour big as hell ouch leaking smelling like sour fucking milk i'm like this is so i'm my titties hurt my vagina hurts my butthole hurts i can't shit because my butthole hurts um my hemorrhoids is falling out my butt and these stitches haven't dissolved yet this kid is crying i'm by myself my my uterus is shrinking my hormones are changing i went from hairy to not hairy back to hairy looking shit is just fucked up And then you have to think about the chemical imbalance in your brain and in everything, like your hormones, just every, your emotions are everywhere. And on top of that, you still got to keep it together, hold it together until, you know, I mean, for the fucking rest of your life with this kid. Like, so on top of being, having, going through all these emotional changes, I still had to be a mother and a damn fucking good mother. So I, it was a lot so I definitely had a breakdown I'm like I told my mom because she, you know she had her life she would she just would whatever so I'm like mom can you please take her cause this, I'm really I'm really done with this shit like here take her I don't fucking want the kid like I was just like I'm done with the kid I used to call it call Noel the kid like this is some real shit like get this kid out of my face and my mom took her and maybe gave her back in 20 minutes. And at that moment, I realized, all right, I'm gone. Like, this is not... My mom, up until about a year ago or two, has been my aunt. So, I was like, I want to go home. Like, I want to go to home to my aunt. Like, I know she will help me. And on top of that, like, she will give me advice. She will encourage me. She will uplift me. Her spirit is amazing. I was like, I'm going home. So... When I went home, I still, you know, I had postpartum depression for about two years. And I still remember a time where I was, like, told my aunt, like, I'm out. Take this kid. I'm leaving. I'm tired. I'm mentally drained. I have no breaks. Her father ain't doing shit. I never have a break. It's just never, like, every, you know how, like, you you go to work and, you know, you on Fridays. Saturday coming. You about to get a break. I needed that. Like, I needed to know that Saturday I would have an hour to myself or something to look forward to. And a lot of mothers single mothers we ain't got shit to look forward to besides every day constantly taking care of this kid every day constantly being tired nothing you can't even talk to your friends you can't see your friends you got both of these kids or one kid or whatever and you gotta make it work and you lose yourself you lose your life you lose everything mentally you ain't yourself physically you ain't yourself spiritually you ain't yourself you are broken like i don't know why the fuck they say i mean it's a miracle that you have a kid but this shit why the fuck this shit is real. Maybe when you marry, it's a whole other game, But it's mostly on mommy. And that's just what it is. So, anyways, um, I can see how this woman broke down. Like, you got two kids. Who knows if the fathers was there or not. Obviously, they weren't. He, he wasn't. They weren't. Whatever. She was tired. She called out for help. I called out for help. Thankfully, somebody came to my rescue. Nobody came to her rescue. Everybody like, I mean, just when they go to sleep, you get your me time. You still gotta fucking listen and worry about them getting uh especially the baby. I gotta get up and fucking feed this kid every two hours. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not really, it's not really me time. And then I gotta stay up till two o'clock in the morning until, you know, so I can feel like I got a break or some shit. It's not really me time. So I get it i get it you're not yourself so so yes she is completely wrong but mental health is real and i don't believe that a prison could ever benefit this woman she needs to get her mental right and i think that like she did the act she's wrong but a part of that is on her family too where's the support at where where was the support at I I don't understand that part. Like where was the support? Ew. I am not putting my hand in there. I'm at the bank and I'm not putting my hand in that um it's a spider web. You know how you got to grab the um <laughs> you have to grab the little thing to like put your ID in. What why is it a spider web right there? I ain't doing that. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm not moving it. I'm not going to get a broom. Do not, uh-uh. Big old freaking wolf spider come out of there. And I'm Saudi. But anyways. So. A part of that is on the family. And. My message to. Single mothers. To people. Usual support system. I didn't. I didn't take advantage. My family. I have a big family. And I didn't, I didn't take advantage of them. And I didn't, you know, everybody like, we'll keep her, we'll keep her. And I just would be like, okay, take advantage. If they want that kid, not saying send your kids to everybody, but you know who you can trust. Great uncle twice removed? No. But sister, brother, great aunt? Yes. They took care of you. They take care of your baby. Take advantage of that. Take advantage if you are able to afford. Because my next kid, damn it, I'm getting a nanny. I don't give a damn. I don't care. I need a nanny. Shit. (laughs) Forget that. What? And plus my dude want to have more kids. Like you want to have how many kids you want? Three? Nigga, we getting a nanny. I'm not. Yes, your mom can help. But all I'm saying is, I want to be able to come and go as I please. Like <laughs> my daughter, my daughter is at an age now where I could just drop her ass off, and my niece can watch her now. I said yes, Lord. Been waiting for this moment for a whole seven years almost, boy. So nanny is the move. <laughs> like I um sure can i go around nope not going around but i um i'm thinking about a nanny for the um for next summer summer break so because i i just it's been it's a struggle first of all it's a, it's a struggle to find a quality you know summer program daycare whatever and my thing about being having a nanny though is like first of all you have to be in my house but If I was to do it in the summer, it would be like kind of scared. I would be scared too, because if you get in a car accident with my child in the car, I'm beating your ass. So I I just don't know. I'm I'm I have a whole year to figure it out. But I was thinking about a summer, like a summer nanny, because if you factor, if you think about it, like you're spending about twenty five hundred dollars for the summer, for about two months. So that's a nice little income for somebody you know you could even do two thousand dollars so you know whatever pay them ten dollars whatever the hell it is so i am thinking and really really considering just a nanny for the summer and have activities planned and stuff but i don't know yet because i looked at primrose i used to work at primrose which is a private child care um daycare whatever and um I used to work there, and it was actually really good. It's very expensive. It's about twenty five. It would be about twenty five hundred or three thousand for the summer. But you got to remember, like, if you have a whole year to pay for it, because with my new job, they allow you to do um, tax free spent. Is it called saving or it's something like you can? If you say, for example, like you have summer camp, if you show them that you have to pay summer for summer camp. Um, next year, let's say next May 13th or something and I want you to take out this much money after, before taxes from my check then it's tax free like yay, great and um, it you don't want to go over though so, because if you go over you lose that money So you, obviously you're going to know exactly how much it's going to be but I think that's really good so I'm going to take advantage of that so I'll be able to save even if it's like you know $50 uh, a month like by the time it come next year I'll be able to have enough for the um, summer camps, so that it won't come all at once and really just affect me like it has this year like this ain't no way I could pay $80 a day for you sorry darn it so um um i think that's a good idea so i was looking at nannies and stuff on care.com and i'm like you know i'm like i might as well get a nanny out here like then it's just like one of those things like you know think about other stuff like first of all i don't want my daughter with you in a pool and trust people like that so i don't know we'll see but we are gonna have a nanny if we uh like an in home nanny if we have another kid. That's just the bottom line. Shoot. That's it. Nice little uh Hispanic woman. Older Hispanic woman. Teach my kids some Spanish. So uh that is the plan. But take advantage because your mental is real and I and I get it. Like like I said, she's wrong. But I understand how you can have a breakdown and have postpartum and be, you know, not yourself because postpartum psychosis is real, um, which is basically you hallucinate. You see things that aren't there. You hear voices that aren't there. And it, it, it does put you in a place where you are going yes, you harm your child. It's not you. It's literally a mental illness, just like bipolar, schizophrenic is real. My honest bipolar, schizophrenic. A um, lot of mental illness runs in my family. Had they, you know, went to counseling, took their medication, and I think that it starts with your, with your um, nutrition, and then it goes from routine. And it goes from exercising, and then if you still need medication, then take your medication and um, therapy. And I think that anybody can be treated with those with those things. But I understand that you know mental illness is very real. I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced myself. I was diagnosed with um, obsessive compulsive obsessive compulsive disorder. Also, I anxiety and depression. Like I dealt with depression during my miscarriage, um, certain things trigger it. Certain things trigger my anxiety. Certain things trigger my depression. Certain things trigger my OCD. And um I was on medication for all those things. But then I realized, you know, it is mental, obviously, because it's a mental illness. So if I, if I can overcome this, you know, through journaling, through talking, my podcast, because believe it or not, my podcast is very therapeutic for me, um, or just talking to my my best friend. Like just having somebody in your corner that's not gonna judge you. That's outside of your relationship. It makes a big difference knowing that I can pick up the phone and literally talk to my friend and laugh about everything. Like we would be getting weak about struggling, pregnant, like hot, fat, these kids crying all the damn time and being able to laugh about that and that makes me happy but you know I have my days where I'm not so happy like anybody else that wouldn't even have this anxiety depression but you know my lows can be low and my highs were fucking really high so i real i i 'm learning still how to balance it all, and when i 'm having a low moment bring lifting uplifting my damn self and not drowning in my misery and my sorrow because that 's what I used to do. I would just get so low and I just couldn 't get out like I just was in a thirty feet ocean one hundred and twenty feet ocean, just at the bottom, however long, however deep the ocean is i was at the bottom and it was no saving myself i used to be like oh it's over and i found myself maybe not in a a 130 feet deep ocean but maybe i was um i was probably in about a 40 foot deep um pool when when i had the miscarriage i was um I could feel myself just falling and falling and falling and getting deeper and deeper into into my misery and sorrow. And I had to bring myself up out of that, especially when you have other people around you that, especially when you live with somebody, like they can see that, they can sense that. And you don't want that to destroy your relationship i guess i should say any of your relationships not just your um boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever just any of your relationships your friendships your family relationships whatever just you don't want that to ruin anything and i mean it can for me it hasn't It's been very close. I've been very close to losing family, losing friends, losing my relationship. And I think that people don't get it. People think that you are making excuses. People think that, you know, you are bullshitting. Like, no, I'm really like, (laughs) I'm really depressed. Like, and it's not even funny, but I'm, I'm really depressed. I'm sorry that you might feel like I'm making excuses I'm sorry you might feel like I'm procrastinating or I'm, I'm, I'm lollygagging but I'm really depressed and I'm really sad and it's really taking everything out of me to even get up and wash my own ass I remember when after I had Noel I hadn't looked at myself in a mirror for maybe about a year I had no idea what my hair looked like I had no my I, I had no idea how skinny I was I was I start I, after I The last weigh in I had at the doctor was I was 234. After I had no weight, I got down to 160. You know what I'm saying? 162. Something real low. The smallest I've ever been in my life. And because I was so fucking sad. Like, my hair was long. I had no idea how long my hair was or how skinny my face was. And not not even knowing what depression was. Not even knowing what postpartum was until... I went to therapy I'm like look Something ain't right I'm I'm sad as hell And I don't want to be bothered with this kid Like and That's when I found out more And I had to educate myself also Because part of mental health Is educating yourself And knowing like When something is not right And that's just your health overall If you have a pain or something And you know it's not right you need to figure out what's wrong And so that's kind of where I started educating myself and realizing, like, I need to get help. There's something wrong with me. And yes, it is mental, which, you know, people that has never suffered from mental illnesses, you know, they don't understand the they don't understand um, how serious it is. It's a serious illness. And it's one thing to have a physical like um disability or maybe a breaking your leg or something because it can heal you know six months you're good you don't know how long you're gonna be down from your depression this time or your anxiety attack this time or what's gonna trigger you or you thought you was okay and now all of a sudden you're not like what's going on like people just don't understand like the severity of mental health And I think that people need to educate themselves. And I really am for these schools putting counseling and therapy into a class. Making it a freaking mandatory class. Why the hell do we have physical education? Why is it that we have a library to read, but we're not learning about our mental? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's necessary for these children to understand about these mental health issues. Anxiety is real. I don't give a damn how much you want to say. It's minds over matter. Sometimes it's not for us. It's not. Like as much as I want to be happy one day, I'm just not fucking happy. I'm anxious as hell. I'm worried about everything in this world from the door opening and slamming on my toe to, you know, germs to, you know, my daughter getting into an accident and her head getting like I think about and this is just being very real think about everything you have no business thinking about okay what if i'm parked and a semi comes and it smashes me and i get out my daughter doesn't or she gets out and i don't who's gonna call the police i think about stupid shit like that often and it's real like it was way worse before years ago and i've over the years maybe I would say two or three years I have been able to manage it three years because in 2015 it was at its worst so or so it been four years three or four so um but people don't understand it like if something tragic happens excuse me to me to someone I love that that affects me also so I want people to be more uh, be more understanding towards people that suffer from mental illness and understand that you know it's not just an excuse it's the truth and we are you know still obviously human but we just have you know a different a different way of thinking and could you be, be more kind and patient with people like that? With me, with with your with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend. Be more patient. Ain't no everybody not just out like why would I wanna have anxiety? Why would that be my excuse? I don't I don't wanna be anxious all the damn time, worried. Why why would I wanna have OCD? Like it's one thing to have O C D and be cleaning your ass off because my aunt suffers from OCD also. But she will like throw everything away, bleach the floor with bleach ammonia, and you walk into a fucking lake why why is it why is it you know why is the floor sucking away because there were crackheads on the floor, had to clean it? you know that's a that's severe and that's severe o c d There's different levels to different to 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 everything mental. So do you do your research, do your homework and know, you know, what you're talking about before you start feeling like you know people are making excuses. Because like I said, when I was um after I had my miscarriage, like I was sad as hell. Obviously, I was sad as fuck. Like I had no idea it would affect me that much. How is this affecting me so much? What is wrong with me? Like, I didn't even know this baby. I was only six weeks pregnant. But it affected me and my hormones and my anxiety and it triggered my depression and I'm like fuck it. Like I'm just like going with I was here, I was present, but I wasn't present. I was just like wake up and when I wake I'll wake up when I wake up. I'm not running no more. I'm not exercising. I don't feel like it. Whatever. What are your goals? I have no idea. And I don't care right now. You know, that's part of depression like um i don't know fuck it who cares whatever and like it just it's so sad because you don't see it other people see it that are close to you they they'll see it. you'll be like what are you talking about like ain't nobody fuck ain't nothing wrong with me like until you just like open your eyes (laughs) and realize like wow I'm sorry. Like I was really just in a funk. I was really just sunken. That sunken place. I was really there. So, I'm passionate about mental health, and I, I I can't wait to be at a place, and it's coming soon, to where I am able to to be able to reach out to others, and and build a name for myself, for my community, not for for fame not for wealth just truly because I care and I understand like I can look at people especially women and know like come here like I know you need a hug I feel you and I get it these kids it's crazy they be driving you up the wall they especially when you're a single mom or just money finances you have direction you have no direction you have no nothing positive you just feel very stuck and trapped i understand those feelings and to that woman in atlanta that killed her children i hope and pray to god that you get the mental that that you get the help that you need and i pray that you get peace of mind and that you truly truly get help like that's all i can ask is just just get help and know like you gotta live with that 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 is your punishment is when you do get healthy and you do get help that you have to live with the fact that you killed both of your kids and thank you god for not because like i said postpartum psychosis i believe that's the name if it's not, correct me. But um, it's real. And you know, get help. But on that note, the tip for the day for credit, like I said, is gonna be towards the end because I want y'all to get all this juicy, you know, information and listen to my podcast and wait till the end. <laughs> um and uh always Feedback is always welcome. I'm learning. I'm not perfect at podcasting. But like I tell my friends that want to podcast and people that I know that want to podcast, try it. Figure it out. Cause when I first started had no, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just figuring it out and I'm just learning from other podcasts, from speaking to people, from meeting people, and learning what I like about podcasts and taking bits and pieces from the podcast that I listen to and I support. So you have to try. And minds over matter. But the tip of the day for credit is because I told y'all, like I said last week, I've been working on my credit. Not saying I have an 800, but not saying I have a 300 or a 400 or 500. I am at a good place and I want to stay there and grow and not go back to where I was. The lowest place I've ever been with my credit is a 589. And um, that's the lowest credit score i ever had. Even when I started with at 18, my credit was 5. It was like a... I want to say it's like a 590 or maybe a 6. Actually, it was a 602. Don't know how, but okay. And then the highest i ever been was a 702. And then, like, I'm at a good place right now. Not perfect, obviously. I'm okay. But it's still a process because when you do um, fuck your credit up because it's just it's your fault. Like, let's be clear. You know, it takes time to rebuild. It could take three years. It could take a year. Um, but the, the, the good thing is that you're starting somewhere. So, um, the second tip of, for, for this week is the tip of the day is drum, drum roll, please. Like, nah, um, I had it in my head and then I forgot. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. I had it in my head and I forgot. I'm so freaking dumb that's why I should write stuff down what was it all right got it (laughs) I had to take I had a brain fart I had to take a moment like all right what the hell so today's tip for today is of the day is um dispute letters um I sent out my listen I go to the library I get fine books for any reason and shout out to my man because I never thought about this I was I'm doing um which I have to do my Spanish class here shortly but I do um Spanish on Skype and it's so shitty like they're in Mexico she's in Mexico her name is Yasmin um hola Yasmin shout out to you because I did get you my podcast too I don't care I'm gonna tell you about my podcast but um he was like, get a book on Spanish. Never thought about that. Duh, I read everything else. So yeah, but I went to the library and dispute letters are what um, credit repair companies send out. They This is what they do. I think, yeah, so they have 30 days to respond. So you can literally go to the library and go to credit section where there's about credit. They'll, there will be a sample letter in these books. All you need to do is literally just copy them, not verbatim, add in the company and um, your contact, your address, your information and from there um, you send it. They have 30 days to contact you. If they do not, they have to remove that information. So, what you can do is, this is what they do. They Credit repair companies send out a letter on the 1st, all right? They have 30 days to from the 1st to respond, the 30th, okay? They don't respond, they have to remove it. If they do respond, send another one. <laughs> That's all they do. They send another one. So, say, you know, you had, like, I had a debt for Time Warner Cable. I sent a um, dispute, I sent a um, dispute letter to time Warner cable and i addressed it to them and they had to send me a letter to respond within 30 days and they had to send it to the um, address that i put on the letter so they responded probably about the 18th or something the 20th so i sent another one sent another one sent another one said like I'm this is a game I'm not playing with y'all so I'm keeping track of all the letters that I sent which I sent about eight they didn't respond to one of them because of that reason they had to they had to remove it it's not on my credit no more they didn't respond to one that was maybe marked. that's all they do y'all this is literally all they do the inquiries all that this is what they do they that's all they can do because legally this is what you can do I could talk about credit all day, but if a credit is more than seven years old, you still owe that credit, but you, they have to legally take it off of your credit report. They can still actively want to pursue collecting, um, on that debt. Say I owed Time Warner $300. They can still call me and ask for the $300, but it's not on my credit any longer. It's up to you to want to pay it or not. Whatever. If not, okay. It's not on your credit but it has to be removed after seven years so if it's four years into it and you want it off your credit send letters send dispute letters send 100 of them if you want to keep track if they don't respond to one they have to delete it off of your credit (laughs) that's all they do so, what I was saying was these credit repair companies, it's only so much they can really do. And that's why it's up to you to to learn and to um, educate yourself. Because you're paying $130 a month plus, you know, maybe more for these places to do exactly what you can do. And um, I think it's stupid. And I think it's a waste of money. It just takes time. That's all they're doing is disputing everything. The inquiries, if you have 120 inquiries on your credit, all they're doing is sending dispute letters that's all that's it please 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 go to google do free free credit report.com. you get a free annual credit report once a year go there fill out all the information print it off and from there go through see what you do owe see what you don't owe if there's errors you can send a dispute letter and you can tell them hey this is not me this is You know, this is an error. Please remove it. They'll try to fight it. If you can't, they can't prove that you did, you know, get this debt, then they have to remove it. It's literally, it's really easy. It's just time consuming. And Americans are very lazy. And what do we do? We DoorDash our food. We have, you know, we have DoorDash deliver our groceries. We have Instacart deliver our groceries and ships. We have, people delivering food delivering groceries fucking doing everything washing our asses we are lazy we don't want to put in the work but the work is there and it's easy if you just it's just time consuming if you want it enough you'll go get it minds over matter have a good week thanks for listening